When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go, Devils! Oh no, wait, wait, no, they don't, they don't get that. No. They, don't, they don't deserve that. No. Take those horns out. It's not like we play like Johnny Cash is hurting and just start out with a really melancholy. I hurt myself. Yeah, because that's the kind of mood this team's left me in. It's just like, what the fuck, guys? What is going on? Come on, brutal. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot to talk about after that Washington game. The Devils blew it again, four to two. Uh, I am Chris, along with Bobby and Dan. We're the Uncle Puckers. Um, Yeah, we're going to get into that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Before we start, high point of the season? No, no, not at all. I, I really hope it's not too. Because things could get worse. Um, yeah, so before we start, just a uh, big thank you to all of our veterans. Thank you very much to all those serving abroad. Happy Veterans Day and all those that are here. We appreciate you guys when three idiots will be able to get together and do a podcast, if not for you guys. So thank you. And, right. And uh, thank us for our service to podcasting. That's too. right. Let's not forget and that either. Happy Armistice Day, too. I can't even say that. Armistice Day. Yeah. Yes. Right. Happy Armistice Day. Uh, Wonderful to, day that was. Yeah. I mean, the end of the Great War. I, yeah, you know uh, what? I found out about that. That was like. of the next. It, it was I personally, like I personally it was liked the they sequel were, better. But when they were fighting the end of World War One, they they had an armistice date. They, so they negotiated this. They're like, okay, on this day, we're going to stop. But they were still fighting. They're like, we don't stop yet. So they're like fucking killing each other the last couple of weeks. Not only does everybody like know the war's over, they know precisely when it's over. So and they're still all fighting. Just, they, they all just forgot about those. Like, just don't let's not talk about that. The well, war you think ended they years. like they would just quit then? Like instead, I just like finish my task. Like, just give right, me a like, minute, will you? Right. You know, I we don't leave this job undone. You're like, you said we're going <laughs> home next week. Why do we have to go get shot at tonight? Like I didn't. You I know, I that. guess I don't have what it yeah. takes to be a, a true veteran. So, congrats to all of you. No, yes. no, neither do I. Not at all. So uh, yeah, let's talk about the Washington game. Yes, yeah, that was uh, that was ugly. I mean, that was just. I, I do have to say something. I, I'm gonna. I'll make my point, um, and then you guys can probably tell me how wrong I am. But I am. I'm over Lindy Ruff. 
I, I don't think this dude is doing a good job with Are this. Are you starting team the chant? What's today? today? I'm, not gonna, the chant. I'm not going to be the one to start the chant, but I, I really don't think he's doing a good job with this team. Now, okay, you, you pulled Vanacek. He let those two in 15 seconds. Not good. Um, but I, I get why. I didn't like, I didn't, I wouldn't have pulled him. I didn't like that he pulled him, but I understand why he pulled him. The team yeah, right. There's like two, the ass. like people, like two legit reasons people look at, right? The goalie just doesn't have it. He looks off. Right. Um, or we got to shake this team up. Right? right. And it looked like it was more like the latter. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't know. It was, I mean, he, he said, he, he, he said he looked at him and he said he just didn't look right. So I think mm. he went with just his hockey instinct there, which he's earned in that okay. capacity. He's done it for a long time. Yeah, okay. And then a little quick though. Sure. Just like, you know, the con, like the, the, I feel, I felt like last night he was, the line combinations were manic. I just felt like right. there was no rhyme or reason to any of these line combinations. Like I, I, I don't think that to me that's like a panic mode. Like instead of just kind of letting some of these guys try that's to develop a, a little bit of chemistry, like you know we have a lot of things that we need to do wrong, and I kind of think he, I mean that we need that we're doing wrong that we need to start doing right. And I feel mm-hmm. like he might be fucking with some of these dudes' heads a little bit. Uh, then benching Alex Holtz in the Could third period, few, yeah, I don't think that was a good idea. Um, you know, again, you you there's something either Lindy Ruff just really does not like about Alex Holtz's play. Um, but like he can't catch a break, uh, you know. I feel like no, he's it's working ridiculous. hard, it's... and uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I just kind of, I'm kind of over Lindy Ruff, man. I think this dude's doing a really bad job with this team. Well, you know, a coach's to me, a coach's job at this point, okay, you've developed them. Look at the season we had last year. Now this is where you kind of go and win championships, or at least try to. Mm-hmm. A coach's main job is to put his players in a position to succeed. Do you guys feel like Lindy Ruff is putting these guys in a position to succeed? It's a multi-pronged question, you know, because number one, like he went on record today and he came out and said, these guys have to learn a different way to play when we don't have Jack and Nico on the ice. So he's not immune to that thought. He's he's no dummy. But you know what's what I mean? his system? What well, is it that he he's wants trying, them to he, do? He's trying to teach them right now what you need to do differently when you don't have maybe the breakouts and, and all that that you had with those two. You know, all the drills today, from what I heard, were just kind of intense, you know, board battles, breaking in the zone, that kind of thing. But at the same time, then you look at what he did with the lines, you brought up an excellent point. It's like, you know the team is struggling right now because you are missing several key players. So that's to be expected. So if nobody's going, you do have two choices, right? You could say, I'm going to stick with this and th- make these guys get going. Talk to them, pump them up on the bench, whatever. Or you're going to mix up the lines a little bit. But to your point, last night in particular just seemed really kind of manic. Just, yeah. just kind of like, nothing's working. Try it again. Now try this. Try, try this. Give but- it a minute. Let it breathe for at least a few shifts. Um, or period, whatever. So I'm still not to the point where I don't think Lindy can handle this team and take us to where they need to be. But uh, considering the aforementioned Alex Holtz, I have a major problem with that. So I'm leaning more than ever before. You know, maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm 10, 20 percent into into your your corner there. All right, yeah, this is so not making sense that, anymore. It's I would have thought that sense. Bob that you would have been real upset about the. Holtz thing. And I think when it came to that, it was a little capricious. It was like, okay, you're telling me right now, Lindy, the biggest problem on this team is Holtz. Okay. Yeah. Right. All right. Because I feel, I see like a lot of problems. Now, when I look at this, I, okay. 
I think you have uh, some legit points here that you make, Chris, and we got to consider it this way too. With those two guys gone, is this exposing a lack of a system? Like, Bobby, you said something about, like, he's teaching the guys how we're going to do this now without those. And it's kind of like almost like, yeah, what you should he really teaching them. Like, yeah. in other words, right. like, this What's team should system? be have should have um already by now given those guys clear jobs and then yes you're going to miss those goals so um are we are we losing these games because we're not scoring enough goals actually not really you know why are we losing these games um because the mistakes that would kill us a lot of nights even with those guys in the lineup. Listen, so many I mean, inflicted I said, wounds to I said teaching. I, I'd have to assume he's reinforcing what was already there you know that's just Right, how, and how my I point see. is that th- this is what this team has to use as an opportunity to get straightened because they didn't have it before, right? And and this is like this is actually could be the good thing that comes out of this, but it's got to turn around in order for it to be a good thing, and that means like they have not played even before Jack and and uh, Nico got hurt. They have not played as a full team. They have not played as a you know good defensive team. They were winning by all those extra goals and. We know that was not a formula to go far. That's a so formula is, that gets you bounced in four in the playoffs. Like right. seriously, you are exposed for who you are, which is frauds. You're you're running off of Absolutely. two dudes that you know every game you guys are down a goal or two going into third. You turn on the right. Jets because you have a few great players, but when we take those great players away, you're nothing. Yeah, and, and you can't do that to a real Stanley Cup contender. No, you they're can't. gonna they're gonna like say, Oh, there's your one two trick pony and we shut them down. Now you have to be the better team yeah. because a good team can always shut down one or two of your guys. So you have to be more than one or two guys. So this, it does make them look like, all right, it, it, if the upside is if, if they figure it out now, it's almost like um, tying the dominant hand behind your back, like training Rocky to, to box right-handed, right? Get, it, look at it that way. Because yeah. right now this, this fighter cannot use the other hand the other hand at all period there's no other team there and that needs to change big time yeah so how's it change guys <laughs> i mean i feel like everything is completely fixable on this team because right now mm-hmm. it's just it's lack of execution and lack of finish whether you will say we score enough goals or not there's still a finishing element uh, that they're missing and just straight up compete again i mean all the guys are saying it like we just we keep shooting ourselves in the foot we're always chasing we're not hard enough. They don't have that same killer instinct team. they had last you know, year. Like last year, the, the puck possession was unreal. Uh, you know, and, and they, you know, not necessarily just the extra chances you get out of it and everything. We were definitely more dominant on the puck and we had way more possession. Now we're, playing, we are chasing. They're playing like they're just still depressed that Jack's not there. Like there's just, it's uninspired. Yeah. It's like, and, and you it's, know, come on guys. You know, he's not coming back for a while, you know. And let's, inexcusable. Let's, yeah, that's that's what I saw during that Washington game. Inexcusable. No, and then ugly. you're gonna you're gonna come on late in the third. We, you're gonna get us, you know, all close, thinking, that thinking we can make this happen. And they looked the, good for ten minutes, whatever it was. But why? That was why? the 2021 Devils in a nutshell. Like that was that team, man. Like that was, I guess, you know, I think last year's season and this season were supposed to be reversed. I really do. Mm-hmm. You know, we've regressed. You know, this was this last year should have been the year we're having now. The on again, off right. again, trying to figure right. it out. Shit, we're supposed to have this figured out. 
Like it, yeah. it's just, it's, you know, I expected us this year to go into the season and look like a Boston Bruin or a Vegas Golden Knight. That's what so I expected. much further from that than I, than yeah. I expected. Yeah. It's, I don't, I, I feel like we're kind of starting over like where we Penguins. were last year and yeah. we haven't really, you know, matched that pace even, you know, we're just, and it, it's, it's like, it would have been more lessons learned. You would think to just hit the ground running a little bit more than there has been, Yeah, uh, you know, there are a lot of new players, uh, playing together and uh, you know we're almost at a point in the season where well, that's just not something you can say anymore though you know it it's was just it was just put out that Colin Miller's going on the road trip so he's expected yes. to play at least in one mm-hmm. of the next two games that could be a little shot in the arm you know maybe we get Brendan Smith out of there but knowing Randy yeah. will probably sit at Luke Hughes I don't know yeah um, <laughs> not. I mean I, I, I've always been a little suspect of uh, you know some of the favorites that this team has had over recent years defensively who just, you know, rarely ever got sat for their bad play. You know, I'm thinking yeah. of Damon Severson. Exactly. And I hope that Brendan Smith isn't like the new uh, Damon Severson where <laughs> you just can't figure out why this guy is still just... getting so much time. And that's my other issue. You know, you haven't done anything on the defensive pairings. Like, you know, right. if I, I, and like you said earlier, Dan, our, Scoring goals is not our problem. Like, you know, stop tinkering with what you, we, you know, they'll get the goals. I mean, you saw it even last night, you know, they went in, you know, okay, let's, I mean, listen, both those goals were from Washington, you know, defensemen making, you know, complete just farting on the ice. They were nowhere to be found, skating in circles. Uh, And we had two wide open goals. So, I mean, they kind of got lucky, but they did pour it on. And the goaltender, forget his name, but he had a hell of a game. But again, you know, we just we're always Brad. saying that, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We do say that. Other goalie had a hell of a game against us. Yeah. Sometimes always... there's there's a technical. It's not just bad luck. It's it's the way they're playing. You know, like they're giving the goalie too much, um, you know, uh, sight over the puck. Like, because mm-hmm. a really good goalie who's on his game, you know what it's like. Uh, they're they're going to rob you in a lot of situations where you give them a chance. But there's plenty of situations with a man in front, a double deflection, you know. Uh, you're, you're going to score on the best of them. And, you know, we're just not getting those. You know, Goalie can't see it. He can't stop it. Right. Unless it happens to hit him. So that's right. it. Exactly. And, and, you know, I think there's a reason we're making goalies look good. When we get these chances, they're like those situations where, you know, an NHL goalie can rob you because uh, they don't, you know, they have to some extent an advantage. Right. Do you guys recall, I was just about to make a statement and then I stopped because I was going to say, you know, in a better world, uh, Smith's never in anyway because Miller starts and we roll with him. And Smith is that seventh defenseman. But wasn't Miller actually healthy for opening day? It wasn't Smith chosen. Absolutely, so yeah. it started back then. It was, yeah, yeah, he, he didn't get hurt till like yeah, he got hurt as you said out of practice later. like oh, yeah. two weeks ago. Right, it's even he worse than the Seavers, for opening day. The so there was something uh, that that yeah. rough wanted out of Smith, I, and that's what I, 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 that makes I, know, less I, sense I, to me than having favorite Severson. Severson at least gave you goals. You know, you're right. Severson at least. So what are you going to get out of Smith? You're supposed to get steady defense, and you haven't had a single game with really steady defense from Smith. No, and that is getting a little befuddling here. You know, I'm sure he's capable of more, but at this point, he should have been sad. I would think. Well, I mean. I do have to say, last night in the third period, he did lay two or three really monster hits that I've yeah, never yes. seen him hit That's uh, true. like that before. That's true. Okay, where's that part of your game, dude? If, if you're going to contribute that, I can I can get behind you, you know. Uh, yeah, but sure. where was that? That was well, the first time. Sometimes in the course of the year last year, we were you know be a little befuddled, and then sometimes even down on did, uh, on uh, Lindy, 
uh, just where the move doesn't make sense. But let's imagine, much like you know, Severson did in the playoffs, he, he really paid off. He did. He had a good playoffs. Maybe there's a world in which we're going to change our minds about Brendan Smith. He's going to I hope so. shore up these things in his game, and he's going to uh, add the grit that we're looking for. Maybe. You know, just, just FYI, uh, Nemec just had three assists and a goal tonight down in Utica, a 6 nothing shutout. You know, just saying. Why not? <laughs> exactly. Look, I mean, at this point, I'd fucking bring it's up anybody. A body. I mean, just I try it. It's one game. Just now. try it. Yeah, I want him in by now, even if the team was doing well. Mm-hmm. You know, I would like to just see what he's got here and there and and you know why if you if you are really pleased you might want to get him playoff ready you know why wait to the end like they did with luke hughes honestly looking back on it i know there was a little uh, some reasons why we couldn't have him that much earlier anyway but um you know the more experience he had it might have even helped us you know because he was such a quick learner so you know maybe learn i'd be willing to give it a try yeah exactly that'd be cool you know, it, I have a feeling we're going to do our predictions right now. I have a feeling we were very optimistic last week. So I, ha- I do have a feeling that this week's predictions might not be as optimistic. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling a little beat down, so I can relate to that. So uh, there were a couple of correct ones here, though. Um, I My first prediction, I said that uh, Connor Bedard will have a multi-goal game on Sunday. Yeah, that wasn't good. Um, Bobby said that Luke Hughes will have more points than Bedard. They they both had zero, zero. points. Yeah, come uh, on, Luke. Dan's first prediction that Jack will play in mm. within the, one of the next three games. Yeah, not happening. Like I said, very optimistic. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I was you know thinking of a mild concussion. That's what I was going with at the time. That was still in play. We could have a super mild concussion. And I was yeah. being optimistic. Exactly. But boy, that is so wrong, right? We're not likely to see him for a couple more weeks. Yeah, that's what they're saying. The month of yeah, November, at least. Not, I hope we can see him in November, put it that way. Me too. Yeah. Tony's first prediction was that Dawson Mercer would get two points in the next three games. All right. That was correct. Tony got that one right. Uh, my second prediction said that the, uh, what did I say, the Devils will lose the next two out of three. Nice. Uh, Beautiful. See, that was a little pessimistic, though. That was a pessimistic. Devils are being on that train. Do you feel good about yourself now? said that the Devils will go 2-0-1 in the next three. That's how your optimism is repaid, Bob. And Dan said that the Devils would go (laughs) 3-0. That was a very bad call. Yeah, Yeah, it sure was. Uh, Let's see. My... Yeah, third and final third. prediction last week was that Jesper. Oh my God, this was my really shooting for the fucking stars. Jesper Brad will have nine points over the next three games. <laughs> he has like two. Thank yeah. you, Jesper. He's just taking a break. I really thought he was going to turn it on. I was like, this is his time, man. You know what? Um, I wouldn't want to do some would like do a cross country drive with Jesper Brad because it's like, dude, I gotta go. I, I've been driving. I need to sleep. You got it? Yeah, I got it. And he falls asleep <laughs> and you fucking hit a guardrail. Because it's like right now, dude, we fucking need you to drive the car. That's awesome. Jack's not there behind the wheel, Jesper. <laughs> drive the fucking car. That is perfect. It really is. All right. Uh, where was I? You're three and oh one, right? No, my nine. So me, uh, my Jesper third. Pratt. So Bobby's third and final prediction were that we were going to beat the Caps in a shutout. <laughs> 
so wildly optimistic. I stick you with my it. zero points. You said it. It's amazing um, what a week does, you know? Yeah. Was it even a week? When did we make these predictions? Last, yeah. last, last Saturday. It was yeah. a week. Okay. Yeah. Feels like a million years uh, Dan ago. Dan said that Timo Meyer will have four points in the next two games. <laughs> Tony said that uh, Timo Meyer will, what did he say? No, Connor Bedard will have two points, one goal, and one assist. He was specific. He got, he get, very he got one right by saying that he would get two points. And then he like hedged the same bet and said. He kept going. Yeah. Remember when he was doing that I bet? I'm like, like, wait. I what else like should happen? He should get a negative hat trick for trying to pull that shit. Well, can we do that? Honestly, if he if he would have hit that, I would have said that's a triple hat trick. That's a hat trick. Hat trick. He's not here to defend himself, that's so we can really vote. hard to do. He's, I like, skipped one of his predictions. Is really hard. Yeah, somebody. Yeah. yeah, I skipped his. Uh, no, did I read everybody's? Did you read Tony's first ones? No, no Tony's other one. Oh, Tony got this one right. Miles Wood would score a goal against yes. Wales. I thought that was a great prediction yeah. when he said it. I'm like, yes, of course, one of our ex players is going to yep. score. And uh, good for Wood. Good for Wood. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Real happy for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves the standings over two weeks of gameplay, if I can actually open this fucking page. Yeah. Uh, Tony in the lead with three. Dan and myself, we have two, and Bobby is zero. On the board. zero. Wait, that's no, three Bobby weeks zero. we've done this, right? Wait, wait. No, this Bob is the zero? third week. Yeah, Bobby has We've only made two weekly predictions? Yeah, this is the third one. So, But Bob has a point this week, doesn't he? No. None? Well, and he didn't I have, have no one point. last week. So, I shit. I thought I have, you got one this week. My bad. I, no, I, I got a devil you know. Yeah, Bobby got that. He's so the I got only that, one. I got that monkey off my back. No, I know that. Too. Yeah. All right, so Bob, let's start with you. What's your first prediction for this week? Oh, real quick. So this these this week's games are um, Tuesday night at the Winnipeg Jets, Thursday at the Pittsburgh Penguins, and Saturday night home against the Rangers. So three, I think, really tough games. You know, two division games. The way the Devils are playing, man, they got they have to beat the Jets and the Penguins. They have to. I mean, yeah. this is. But, Probably not beating the Jets, but we'll talk about that later. All right. Let's see our predictions. Bob, your first right, I need to get at least a point on the board, so I'm going with what I think is the obvious trend coming up, that Holtz will be a healthy scratch this week. At oh, least one game. Interesting. Mm. I think you're right, too. I mean, yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem that far-fetched, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Not the way it's been trending. Yeah. It's not All logical, right. but it's growing. Let I'm going to go for a little. No, hanging. actually, you wait. I'm going to do Tony's first, and then you sure. can do yours. Oh, yeah, he's got him. You got to say Yeah, I got his. I don't think people want to hear my voice go two in a row. Alex Holtz will have two points at Winnipeg. That's Tony's first one. So okay. you and Tony going completely That'll be the directions. game. He's, yeah. He's healthy scratch. All right, Dan, what's your first prediction? I'm going to go with an easy one, too. I'm going to say Nico's back. One game. Oh, I like that. One in this week. That's it. That's Seems safe-ish. I, I have something to say about that, though. Um, my first prediction. Uh, the Devils will have a goal differential of minus five or worse through the next three games. I love where your head's at. <laughs> You're a very honest, man. Yeah, it's depressing, right? Yep. All right, Bob. Uh, sadly, it's not far-fetched. It's probably the most accurate prediction so far. Now. Like I said, Alex Holt's getting scratched. Right. Yeah, Bob. So I'll go with a little more optimism now and somebody who's heating up just a little bit here. So I'm going to say that Mercer will have a three-point game in one of the next three. In one of the next three. Yeah, I'm not picking the game. That would be awesome. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's up there. Center in the top. Let's go. What's Tony got? 
Uh, is, okay, Tony's second prediction. Eric Hollow will have four points in the next three games. Interesting. We, okay. we need it, so that's good. All right, Dan, your so, second prediction. I think maybe this is pretty low-hanging, too. I'm going to go with Colin Miller will be in the lineup. All right. I like Just it. trying to get the gimmies, you know? Yeah. All right. I don't want all the fucking backlash from any listeners on my second prediction. The Devers, <laughs> Devils will suffer... Listening. The Devils will suffer their first shutout loss in well over a year on Saturday night against oh, the Rangers. Oh, you picked at the Ranger game? And then you did it with the Rangers. What okay. do we think, Dan? Does that warrant a uh, hat trick for being specific, or is that still I, random? I have a, I'm a little bitterness about giving points to something so <laughs> obviously yeah. negative for Devils fans. I understand why he's worried about backlash. I'm about to give him some. Well, let's think about it, right? So they haven't been shut out in over a season. They haven't been shut out. Yeah, they said in the number of games it was like 90-something games. He was specific. I feel like if I I said Mercer three points in a particular game, I feel like that is almost close enough to a hat trick. I'm leaning towards hat trick for that. I think it should be a hat trick. It's very rare. We haven't been shut out in 100 games or whatever it was. You're going to call a shutout. It's been so long. And it's uh, such a specific game. You didn't even say one out of the next three. Can't I don't, I don't see how we can not give you a hat trick. Hat trick, but I don't appreciate the negativity. Yeah, I, it's yeah. not. Look, the negative. It's not just negativity. I would like you guys to send all your hate it mail. Is, it to is. Uncle it is. It is rooted in reality. Sheriff Chris of how this team is playing right yeah. now. He's. You know, I'm just. I'm. I'm yeah, not going to tell the fans they really suck. Guys. No, so I'm, Chris I'm started pulling really this way at the end of last reality. week, and and uh, he's yeah. Just I'm kind of like I just I don't like the and way you're just this is going. Just ready to fire Lindy. You I almost went that far. I do not think about what they're doing. That's going to show you they're going to start winning. So I do if have, they no, do no, this not... next week, we open the show with the fire Lindy ch- chant that you recorded special for us, right? And that be good. Wait, you broke up. What did you say? I'm thinking it's a good idea that if they do this, if you get this, yeah. Patrick, and they're that in the toilet by then, yeah. I you should record a fire Lindy hat trick and open the oh. show with that, or um, you know. Chant and I, I don't think I'll have to be doing it. I think there'll be a lot of other people that might be. Doing you think it, it might happen point. in the stance? That could have been a prediction. Do you it, think we'll get the? Ooh, that's, that's a, a great one. prediction. That is a great one. Do you I have any more left? Yeah, yeah, you, you, have, you, have, you have one left. Oh, we got one left. You, you do. Yeah, we all do. That's, that's we all that's do. It. We're gonna get no. I, I, okay, so listen. I just think, like, I, I first of all, I was angry when I wrote these. Apparently, <laughs> I'm kind of reading them now. I'm like, why would you say the Rangers? What the fuck? You must have just kinda, watched that game. I, I was just thinking about game, it right? all day, and I was getting fucking angry. Just I like don't know showering, why. all mad. <laughs> yeah, I just you know, but uh, you fucking clowns. Maybe that <laughs> would be that would be what this team needs. Just doing, right? What's so that? Fucking that would be what this team would that really fire need. Lindy chant. No, a to, rally. To, no. Well, a sh- getting shut out against the Rangers. I listen. In reality, I do think that we, we're playing a game. I'm going to put crazy shit up, but like in reality, I, I think we have a legitimate chance. I think if they're going to get up with any say, fucking like game, how, it's going to be that one. Basic. I know. Well, Rangers playing super tight defense right now. So if there was a team that was going to shut them out in like the next, yeah. I don't know, it maybe to this point in the season, it would probably be the Rangers the way they are playing hockey right now. So it's it's like not just a crazy thing to say like oh fans were worst nightmare. There's uh, a lot of reason to think that if a team's going to shut them out, yeah. there probably has to be a better chance in two years. And I can say the I, way they're playing and the way the Rangers right are the way they're playing right now. I mean, mm-hmm. look, by the time that game comes around, they can you know go and and whoop up on Winnipeg and go into Pittsburgh and have a great game and really have Absolutely. a lot of momentum behind them going into that game. So it's not just you know saying I'm saying at this moment right now. 
If the if the Rangers played the Devils that played last night, we would have lost eleven to nothing. Like that's how bad it could we have been. Lost <laughs> definitely worse because you know really Washington was not playing great hockey, and that was really the horrible thing, right? Yeah. It was like, what are you guys doing? This is I feel like game. I feel like they listen to our podcast and are particularly pissed <laughs> taking it out of the Devils. How much we had them <laughs> drop it off? Yeah, well, Look, man, I mean, could be. <laughs> we're not. I mean, seriously though, you, and if anybody is going out there still doing the whole, you know, th- this is a great team speech, like you can't do that anymore. They have not shown that this year that they're a great team. No, they've shown like you know I, this so far. I feel what like I'm going to keep the faith for quite a while longer because. I still believe these ingredients are there, but the formulation of these ingredients is not working right now. We did not get, you know, the, the product that on paper, I still believe we can get. So that's the good news is that, you know, they, when they wake up, it could be like a night and day difference. I still believe their ceiling is that high, but it's starting to become like the story of what I know. Look, you can only blame the injury so much. Yeah. The fact is they have not played as a cohesive unit for any stretch of time um, throughout the whole season, even when they were seven. It's and frustrating. It's very and frustrating. Yeah. If they don't start winning without – well, I'll even say like I, I expect – I do kind of expect Nico Heischer, but real quick, like I'm starting to think with Nico that that injury is a little bit more serious than – we know. I mean, he, I know. the I dude really got wondering. nailed in the head. He hasn't been back. Like he hasn't even skated. Right. He's suppo- I don't. I don't think he's skated. And I got like, curious to hear Fitzgerald said he's clear to come back. You know, when he's ready. Right. It, it really made it sound like it's no big deal, but it made me start wondering. Like, well, he's got no reason to not downplay it. Uh, maybe he was downplaying a little bit. Maybe it's a little bit more than yeah, just. Yeah, I mean, I just thought he. Hey, any day now. Everybody kind of thought. You know, okay, you got your bell rung. It was a concussion. Like, it didn't seem like the way they talked about it that at first that it was that big of a deal, like you said. And now I'm kind of thinking this dude might be having some issues. That could fuck up. You know, you could have a dude now that is in and out of the fucking lineup all season because he's got, you know, his head turned into Eric Lindros. Smush. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I, I mean, let's he's take, he's, not. Dude, he's, he has taken a lot of hits in the games he played this year, man. Yeah, he does. Like, oh, that's, that's, like, I think about all this shit. God damn it. Sorry for that. Oh, you know who does a pretty good story about his concussion stuff is, is Bryce Salvador. He's talked about how concussions affected his career. And um, he got one concussion that made him so light sensitive that he changed his whole routine. Like he had to when he you know would stay at a hotel he had to install like red light bulbs and stuff and that's fucking he scary. Yeah, he, he he's told it a couple times. Um, he's dealt with some serious effects and like he was kind of explaining like these concussions they mess with like your mind with your yeah. emotions. You know, I feel like people don't you, realize it really messes you up as a person. If you have to change the light bulbs in a hotel room to red, I feel like maybe you shouldn't have been on that trip. I'm just yeah. throwing it out there. Probably shouldn't have been. <laughs> Maybe should have stayed home. Yeah. You say that, but like, it's weird because I think what they're saying with some of these syndromes is like, especially at first, there's no relief from it anyway, and you can still do the thing. So it would just make you crazier not to do the thing. You know what I mean? It's not hurting the way they. It's not like oh, if I. So they can't escape it. That and that's like the, one of the weird things. It's like not a crazy super pain, but it's like low grade like mental torture basically that, that works on you. <laughs> Terrible. It's, it really is a head I, I really injury. It's a scary thing. It's I a totally different thing than a broken bone or anything sure. like that. 
I, I hope that he comes back. Uh, you know, but uh, I Salvador, really he's retired. Oh, he's, he's not retired. likely to play professionally again. I, I hate to tell they you. don't start winning with like when without Jack. Would you think start thinking this team is just a bunch of frauds without Jack Hughes or like how many how bad does I think the it design is an execution of that design and in some measure between the two the design and or execution are yeah. is just dog shit it, it it's the pieces are way better than just right. Jack Hughes like if I showed you a lineup of a hockey team and it was every dude in our lineup and Nico Heischer and Jack Hughes weren't on that list, you'd look at it objectively team. and say, that's a pretty good hockey team. Yeah. You it know? Is. Then on the flip side, <laughs> last night, I do believe that we did not have a natural center on any of our power plays. Okay, which brings me to <laughs> which is crazy, we right? don't that's have a, a natural center in Utica to freaking bring up right now. Like I this seems been crazy to too. me that they wouldn't yeah. do this. And right. it could have allowed some of the cohesiveness that you were talking about. Like, because if you're doing more straight up substitutions for those guys, you can kind of keep the lines and realize they're working at a reduced capacity. But instead now everybody's juggled around for better or worse, you know? And it killed us on the power play. Yes. Oh, yeah. That killed us on the power play. Yeah, um, it was a draw. Yeah. Every draw. Timo Meyer's taking your draws. Yeah, I know. It looked I mean, brutal. That did. It was, it was a bit of a fucking It was like a total giveaway. Night. Just here, just yeah. take it. I'm just going to back up so we can start to play. Um, yeah. Terrible. Bobby, what's your third and final prediction? Third and this one's not going to get me a point because it's rough, but uh, Hughes um, and Marino one? will be paired oh. together to start a game. Yeah, Luke Hughes. Okay. And Marino will be a pair to start. Yeah, to start. Dan Marino or which? Yes. Marino? <laughs> yes, yes, Dan Marino. Snowflake. Laces out, Dan. Uh, where am I? Tony's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony's third prediction. He says that Akira Schmid will beat the Rangers uh, on Saturday night. That's Tony's third and final prediction. Okay. I do feel I like, like he's going to get that start regardless. So that's a good starting point for him because he has to play it in order so to beat right him. Now. I, feel, I don't know right now. I mean, I don't know. It's really crazy to tell because it kind of feels like Lindy doesn't trust either goalie. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's uh, Dan? Your third and final prediction. My third is I'm going to end optimistically. I'm going to end on the thing that I think all of us should turn our collective thought to, if there's some way to influence the universe. Which is, yeah, the Devils will win against the Rangers, and um, I, you know, wanted to go for, you know, not making this any harder myself, but I have a feeling it's going to be a convincing win. Ooh, by two or more. I think yes. I think it's. I think that's not going to make it too tight of a hold. A uh, you know that's, target to hit to say that. So that's a that's a hat trick, Bob. What do you think? A two or more goal win against win over the Rangers. The Rangers. Okay, I'll give it a hat trick because they're playing so shitty. I think if we were playing a normal game, I'd probably I have a problem with that. I wouldn't. But, I wouldn't even have brought up hat trick if we were playing yeah, the way I, we we're supposed I to be think, playing. Um, Given the situation, now, I do think they're going to be pumped up for that game, as I mentioned in the last podcast. I think, so. but, I think they're going but, to. But uh, you're still you're still calling something we have done once. I think one by more than yeah, a goal. yeah, you're, yeah. So that's another reason why I'll, I'll yeah, sounds good. All right, here's my third and final prediction. I don't even remember. I don't even remember writing this one. By the end of the week, he's angry twice. Yeah. Won twice exactly. Were you didn't like maybe eat yet? You're a little. That's cranky. That's cranky. 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 So, by the end of the week, there will be in the national media, like on NHL Network or you know XM, whatever. There will be Uncle here Parker's rumblings podcast. about just about about the security of Lindy Ruff's job. 
you know, it'll be one of those, like, it'll be brought up and like, you know, mentioned like, Hey, you know, is there some, you know, is Lindy Ruff's job safe? The way right. the simple as a question on air, an article, something, something big, okay. something you never thought you would fucking be hearing this year. But I will say that for my third prediction, that will be by this time next week, we would have heard that. I really hope that the Devils start winning for Chris's psyche. <laughs> I do it seems like he's sad, in a really right? bad place. I seem yeah. sad. No, I, listen, I, I just feel like we got to be honest about what we're seeing out there. Like we're, we're coming out yes, here to talk I about agree. a hockey team. Like, yeah, could they be a lot better? Yes. Is, you know, Timo Meyer been fucking disappointing on how many missed opportunities he had. I can't you figure know? out if you're ahead of me in the grieving process or behind me. Like <laughs> if you found, I'm ahead like, of you. well, I, you could be, you could be uh, ahead of me or maybe that, you know, maybe I have, I'm in denial. Right. And you're an ex, um, I guess would be more anger, but you know, yeah, exactly. That's very possible. But I'm also thinking, you know what, this could be the low point of the season. And um, the biggest turnaround game, you know, come out of that low point has come up ahead with that Ranger game. I think that could really help this team to use that energy. And, you know, looking back on the story, that'll be like, that was the, when they started turning this team around. Right. Right. When I was about to fucking jump off a bridge. Um, Yeah. You know, they're going to prevent the worst case scenario from you. For me, yeah, Nico Heischer coming back to this team, it would be a huge. I mean, that would really, I think that would be a great spark to this team. And I, I just, I got, like I said, I kind of feel like there's, when I just watch this team, I just feel like I get that they make mistakes, but I feel like they make mistakes just because there's no, like they, they don't know what they're doing they don't know where they're supposed to be like you said like i just kind of feel like they're so disjointed and there is no direction right now that's the Um, other thing i think about the talent level on the team right that i think that if there wasn't like we're we're so upset with we don't we're not supposed to be playing like this as like what are we doing you know like the truth of how they feel about the lines the style of play everything else whether they are doing a full buy-in, whether the message is clear. I think it's those things. Because by now they should have, you know, started scoring just based on talent alone. We right. should have had a more productive and that's, team of Meyer and many others. And that's why it drives me so crazy about the freaking line changes. Because if you give it enough time, I'm sorry, these dudes are too good. You know, you give right. Brat and, and Toffoli and Mercer uh, uh, enough shifts Trust me, they'll figure it out. You know, give them enough shifts to get stopped dicking around with everything. Let them fucking play. I just feel like they're getting fucking their heads some are kind of communication issue, right? Doesn't it yeah. seem like there's some? Now, who do we have new on the staff this year besides Lindy? Because you know we were giving Lindy a lot, but let's look this year versus last it's year. All Lindy fucking Ruff's fault, Dan. <laughs> Well, Everything. He actually fired Last his other year, coaches. He's we did have. Do you know why there was Andrew fighting Burnett. after Armistice, Dan? Do you know why? <laughs> it was Lindy this, Ruff. You know, this, his name is that dance that was really popular back then, too. The so, Lindy? Yeah. World War oh, One. that's he right. Paused, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Named after like him. I said, he invented I, the dance and the war. I followed so. the second. I followed the sequel a lot closer than I followed the first one. It was yeah, after his first hundred wins, right? That's when they yeah. named it after him. I heard the third one though. There's the spoiler alert: everyone dies. Uh, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I third that is really going to be the last one. <laughs> that will the last great war. <laughs> there will not be a sequel no. beyond that. Everybody no, dies. But you know, right, so um, 
Wow, gloom and doom indeed. So we no, somehow I, got the nuclear holocaust. That's how low I, this team has gotten. Did you, did you see Oppenheimer? I did. I liked it. I didn't see it. Yeah, it's cool. We did the whole Barbenheimer thing at our family. You know, oh, that's we right. Went out there I remember we did now. The double yeah. feature. That's a lot of movie to sit through. Yeah, uh, almost as long as that. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll go see that Scorsese movie soon. I want to check that out. Three hours twenty six minutes. That's a that's long a long movie. movie. But Barbenheimer, but also, you know, yeah, I look at that and I say, I'm getting my money's worth. You know, I'm getting yes. three and a half hours of movie for my twenty five bucks or whatever it costs to get to one. Now. Right. So, for Scorsese, yeah. he's such a over little two movies. pain in the ass. He's, I think he's like was. Uh, was my wife was telling me that he, she read something. He was like instructing theaters that they can't do an intermission. Like he doesn't want them to run an intermission. In do the theaters still do that? Well, they don't do it too much anymore. And it is amazing. We've trained you know, like the movie going audience because they used to the do intermissions. Any, that was like longer than an hour. Right. Like two hour and a half. Yeah. They used to do. That's way back in the day. Right. But uh, yeah, like uh, sometimes. Um, yeah. They used to, that was a thing that was done. And that these longer movies can do that. David Fincher has a new movie on uh, Netflix. Yes, we want to check it out. Uh, we were looking at some of the trailers for it. It's like didn't look too much like a David Fincher movie. But I still want to see it. Pretty. I interesting. saw it. I was because I watched into the Across the Spider Verse last night. So yeah. I cool? just saw it. Oh my it's god! Did, did yeah. you guys see it? The new cartoon one. I yeah. want to see it. Yeah, Across the Spider Verse. I want to. Yeah, that. that bullshit dragged me around for two hours and cliff hung like that i was not happy with that. he did not part one Spider-Man ding dong wait i saw part one no no this was part one of of the sec of the sequel there's three movies yes. this is oh, the middle right there's, so they're gonna continue is, i know that's what, i just yeah, thought yeah. I was gonna, it's like it, it was, was going on for like the whatever the second hour is two and a half in i'm like yeah. this is not gonna wrap up i had no oh, idea God, it, it was, was so split. freaking good man was it it yeah, was good awesome. until it ended like that anyway i think the, like I mean, the animation looked a little like cleaner too uh, is that just my imagination it, they no, it? It, it, they, there's there's about it's 25 different styles of animation in that so yeah, it's, it's kind of they keep changing it's a lot of the really weird round cartoony one that they do yeah. they had other styles there's, yeah all like in the last movie but their, their base one they do is very it looks different than the last movie at least in a little clip i saw but maybe it wasn't i don't know it looked more. Yeah, I didn't like, notice too much of a difference. It was looked more realistic to me. I don't know, like more detail. Maybe the animation got better. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it was a freaking awesome movie. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, That's cool. You saw the first one, right? So I'm guessing you guys liked the I first did. one. I liked that. I liked that. That was pretty I, cool. I loved. It. I actually like. My kid loves it. We watched it a bunch of times. That's why we watched the second. We were so excited. We had his buddy over. We had a big movie day, and I'm like, shit just ended on me. I was just not happy. Then I had to go on, on a your podcast. Research, Bob. So I was double pissed. Yeah, <laughs> the doubles made him grumpy when it came to that movie too. Dude, do you know that fucking the Giants are so bad that they're um, like, I think seventeen point sixteen point dogs tomorrow against Dallas. Like, dude, wow, when's the last horrible. time that you saw a team freaking sixteen points dog? That's you know, awful. I feel for some Giants fans I know, but I also love it anytime a New York team is on the mat. I just like. I, the only thing that sucks is that the, their dog against the Cowboys. Like I hate them both. So yeah, that well that's sucks. true. I mean that's a that's a who do you want to? But easier to hate the Cowboys. Yeah. But if there's anybody Matt. listening that feels that Tommy DeVito, son of Danny, will go mm-hmm. out there for the Giants and whoop some ass, then you can go on to DraftWings.com and you can bet that. Actually, if you bet five bucks on any game this week to score, you can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. So for the whole month of November, 
You get a uh, you know little sweetener every game day. Get it on game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, blah, blah, blah. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Zero. Nobody in the world listens to what I say when I have, but I have to say all that. I we, listen. we listen to every word. I love it. It's great. <laughs> it's void in, in Ontario, everybody. Void in Ontario. You think there'll ever be a time where we hear it so much we can actually recite it without having read it ourselves? I've or tried. I, had it I had a nightmare where I heard this. Yeah. I've, I've tried to do it, like just sitting there trying to it's do too it much. without looking at it. All right. That's what you're going to do the last year of your life in a wheelchair. And you're going to be reading that. <laughs> if I even give a little bit you of. You stop doing the ad. <laughs> Dan and I will be at the casino. Just yeah. <laughs> laughing at you. Just old me in a wheelchair going yeah. up to my kids going, get in on game day greatness. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Download DraftKings. You don't have to do the commercial anymore, Grandpa. Let it go. DraftKings has been out of business for 20 years, Grandpa. <laughs> Use code THPN. <laughs> we stopped doing the podcast when the Devils didn't make the playoffs in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> they're Mickey Mouse team, but deposit restrictions in terms of responsible gaming resources. Okay, Grandpa. Back to you, Ben. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, that kind of makes me think of the holidays. You know? <laughs> oh. The holidays are coming, guys. That's the time for family. Grandpa repeating himself. Shitting himself. Shitting himself all at the same time. And, you know. What do you like to do at these family gatherings? You like to put your damn earbuds in so you don't have to listen to Grandpa farting and repeating uh, DraftKings ads and whatever he's doing. It's it's a good time of the year to have earbuds in. Um, I know my kids like to wear them all the time. Uh, it's mostly to ignore me, which I understand. It's okay. But that's the world we live in. So there's nothing better to aid you in that than the everyday earbuds from Raycon. Raycon makes the everyday earbuds their 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit. Imagine wearing it for 32 hours and it's a horrible fit. Well, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> How do they know Raycon, it's going to fit my ear? Like Iron it fits your ear. What's crazy? That? How do they know it's going to fit my ear the way it's going to fit they your have ear? Ways of knowing things. I'm not going to get into it for legal reasons. <laughs> They're in my but, head. <laughs> yeah, don't worry kinda, about it. Kind of. Did you see the latest Black Mirror? It was a lot like that. But um, uh, yeah, no, perfect. In your fit, they are fantastic. Uh, Raycom's an interesting company. They're like what I like to call product diversified. <laughs> because in addition to the everyday earbuds with 32-hour battery life, would you believe they make something called a Magic 180 cable? I was like, what is this? 180 goes one way or the other? <laughs> I had no idea where this was going. But it turns out, guys, it's a five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable that allows you to charge iOS, iOS, yeah, <laughs> Type C, up to eight times faster. 
and with a hundred watt power delivery, which seems like a dangerous amount, <laughs> but you know, it's a great product, nothing you would expect and all that you ever desired. Uh, add to that their faucet filter. You live in New, New Jersey, you know, your water is suspect. All right. Um, it's a running joke. Uh, it's really the whole metro area, and I really hate how New York people will tell you that they have the best water in the world. It's like, no, you don't. It's filtered sewage like everywhere else, especially in a city. But you know what? I like to have my own filtration on top of that, uh, no matter where you drink your water. And that's why you can trust Raycon and their faucet filter, which are ultra filters. They filter the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. And it's a must-have for ensuring that the water you drink is tainted by... Metallica, Megadeth, or any other heavy metal. <laughs> so to get everybody in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything in their site, every single thing, with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds. Just hurry right now. Buy Raycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buy Raycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buy Raycon dot com slash thpn thank you raycon that was an excellent and more efficient job thank you i got it down to under 40 minutes so (laughs) he stayed he stayed a little bit more on track i like saved us he gave us 20 minutes of podcasting yeah i was i i realized that these things are very dangerous to just you know you could go anywhere you want with them i'm trying to uh (laughs) not get stuck on this ad for 40 minutes anymore well, I enjoy them. Please. It's very good. All right. All right. So, so, Bob, is there anything else that you wanted that you said you had something you wanted to talk about? Am I wrong? Well, I do that? want to just remind Devils fans that on Monday, March 11th. Oh, I wasn't even talking about that. Go ahead. We are trying to, <laughs> uh, you know, get a bunch of us to go down to Madison Square do Garbage. Do not, Bobby. Get some tickets. Do or do There's not. No try. Watch, watch our Devils play. Um <laughs> Just going to go have a good time. You know, let's get out there and, and uh, take over their place. Give them a little let's taste. Be of aggressive, medicine. guys. Be, be aggressive. Be. Listen, I mean, it, it sucks. You know, Madison Square Garden sucks. We all know. Hey, you guys know when you walk over like the sewer grates yes. in yes. New York and like that stench it, it that comes up? blows my skirt up and yeah. I push it then down it smells. and I sexy face. Right, Marilyn. Do you know that's actually the exhaust from Madison Square Garden? They pump that out into the streets. So it's, it's a horrible place. Nobody wants to go there. Is that true? Yeah, no, wow. oh, <laughs> no okay. I'm just, just focused on that shit hole. But seriously, guys, we are trying shocked. to get we are trying to get a bunch of Devils fans to go to that game Monday, March 11th. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Let's let's try to get you know 40 percent of that place filled with the uh, Devils fans and have a good time. Right? That's right. That's going to be a blast, dude. That is going to be a blast. Are we starting a riot during this or anything like that? Only if the Devils lose. And we're going to have signs right. up, all of us that say, if the Devils lose, we riot. Will this end better or worse than January 6th? I was thinking equal scale. Okay. Yeah. Depends how you but look at it. But don't shit inside Madison Square Garden. Which one of you guys is wearing the stupid like on hat the floor. with the horns? That's Bobby. Bobby's Bobby, got the hat with the horns. He's the what? Are they, what's your name again? Like a, they have a, a weird name. That guy. What's the fuck's his name? I don't know, man. Who's? I don't know. Weird horn hack. Yeah, weird horn hack. Who are you going to be? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of my favorite cast Ray- character, Raycon guy. I'll be that woman who gets shot. What's her name? I don't know. Great. <laughs> I'll be the one that shoots her. Oh, great! <laughs> We're ready <laughs> this to go. Is be a blast. Yeah, it sure will be. <laughs> yeah, I think we should definitely riot. I, and then we I should did have something else Ranger to bring fans. up. Yes. So I just want to mention something here because 
I know I'm probably uh, on my own on my own island for this particular one, and I'm trying to come around. No and be man is an island, Bob. Yeah, that's right. I'm glad you said this. This is my safe space, right? It's just the three of us. More of it. Oh, safe, safest space. Pretty much is. guaranteed nobody else is going to hear this, right? So, oh, no. Five or six. Um, yeah, I'd just like to point something out here, and you guys can go ahead and, and say whatever you want about it. But in, in 62 games, there's a player with eight goals, which equals about one goal every eight games. This year, he's got four assists. He's a minus seven with 19 penalty minutes. Some of those penalty minutes are probably sticking up for some players, which is great. Three of his total four points are on the power play, leaving Mm -hmm. only one even strength point for the year. He averages 15 minutes of ice time per game. I know. And that is Andre Pallott. Yep. You say I hate him. I don't, but I don't – I just don't get um, how he's playing well. Like, I I just – something has to happen here. And then when I see what happens with Holtz, who inversely has, you know – Tons of even strength. Well, five even strength points, 10 minutes a game, playing well. Something's just something's just missed here. Like, what I, am I missing? What am I missing with Palat other than I know what he not, brings with the intangibles, but yeah, this guy's been here now for 62 games. He's got eight total goals. And I know he's not a goal scorer, but this is this is going out to be 10 goals in the year at six million dollars. I mean, what can he do? Uh, to really turn us around. Because if, if you tell me that he is the guy that is like, you know, he's not a regular season guy. He's a guy that turns it on when the season's on the line and that sort of thing. Well, then I challenge you to say the season's on the line like right now. Go out there and get us the first goal so we're not chasing like or, or tie the game. Like he's not finishing. Chance. And he's yes. getting some wide open chances. He looks like Holla last year. Through down the gauntlet. Yeah. Listen, have you not listened to me this entire podcast? There is no, no devil fucking. <laughs> there is no devil save. Andre Pilat is one of the fucking supposed to be a dude doing exactly what you fucking said. Fuck him. I hate this whole team right now. It's cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that makes it way better. No, he's now moved to acceptance. Like, dude, no this this guy. Grief. No, listen, he really, he's got to step up, but I will, I will defend him in a sense of, I, I do blame some of his inconsistencies with how they're, Andre Pilat comes from a very structured system System in Tampa Bay. It's a very structured system. He had a fucking job. He knew who he was playing with every week. By the way, it's the excuse that everybody has in common, guys. It's like, it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's, how could Andre Pilat be so far off the mark when, and guess what? He's not the only one. Right. right, we have a long list like, of guys that are off the mark. So that tells us it's the system. Right, it, it this is, is not system. a personnel problem. I don't see it as a personnel problem. There's been a few games with lackluster efforts. I think that a couple players, I'm thinking about Marino, are particularly mm-hmm. lost in the system. Marino where, is playing you know, poorly, like in a lot of different. Right. Like it's a little different for me. Like he's just making. He's also, but he's just playing poorly. As and like, I'm just surprised no that he wouldn't play right better now. in a in a in a bad system than he is. Because right, right. he didn't seem like he, – he seemed like a more on-his-toes kind of cerebral kind of defenseman. And I'm surprised he's not like just figuring out how he can do what he can do in the system that I don't think he think makes sense. Yeah. I mean, is Lindy just trying to, you know, coach this team? And, and maybe, I, maybe I'm completely fucking stupid by saying this, but like – Trying to coach this team the same way last that, that, that he coached them last year. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that either trying to coach these dudes the way that he coached them last year, and not taking into consideration just how different this team is. There's a lot of different fucking people here. Yeah. Like yeah, I are. mean, They're you right. have to things have to be tweaked. Things have to be changed. I personally, yes, 
dudes are and I see their production kind of dipping like each game. Like it seems like it's kind of gotten yes. worse over the last three games. It does. Uh, like, is that now fucking starting to weigh on their heads? Like, you know, what fucking difference does it make? You know, what I do here, you know, he's benching I mean, me. He's that's not, the you know, big I don't know what the hell I'm supposed week. to do. I'm getting like, screamed it's at become, over here. Absolutely. Yeah. And it will become that albatross, albatross and, around their neck. And God, but but I will say that then guys like Palat and Holla, like they have to be the dudes to hold down the fucking fort. Right. And if there's a, if there's issues, they and even with the coach, then it's up to those dudes to go up and talk to the coach, talk to the staff, and say we all have to fix this together. You know, let's all get on the fucking same page. I don't right. know if he, Lindy Ruff is that open door kind of open policy kind of dude. I don't know how much but, of that is happening. I really yeah, don't. And that's, it's, that's it's, the thing. They, they, you get nothing from this team as far as like, you know, the, like they're media people. Like even no, like I've never seen a team like there is no inside anywhere. Like nobody has a fucking drop on what anything yeah, is going I mean, on I think with the this media team. that covers them I've is, is a little that. bit at arm's length. Yeah, right. So the media doesn't seem to get as much stuff as other large market yeah. teams. And I get it. Maybe you know, it's for better or worse. Right now, when the fans are getting antsy, it's, it feels like for worse. I totally get that. You know, there is a very good chance to you know that things get turned around at some point. But there's no doubt that we've had a major disconnect between, and it's a systems problem. It it, is, it cannot be any one player um, repeated this many times. It's, mm-hmm. It just tells you that so many guys are off their mark that there's a system problem and. I, I don't know, like I was saying, you know, different assistant coaching, I think has uh, something to do with that. Chris made a good point, a lot of different points. But then, you know, um, when it comes to Players. Bob's points, you, you make a very good one there. That is, uh, on paper, Palat does not look like he should be getting this ice time with those numbers. But then Chris brings up what I think is very accurate, the intangibles. But then again... The counter argument to that, which I would, is that where are they? Where's the production with that? Right. You know, like, well, I, it, I'm just saying, is he I, really being that leader? If he's not, then it goes back to what Bob said. Yeah, that's what I expect. He needs to be a dude more so in the locker room right now. And I don't even see that. Like, I just, it, they just seem completely lost right now. And, yeah. you know, not for nothing, this is, they did look like this in December of last year. It was a yes. lot of the same type of play. Yeah. And then all, and December, then they played, all is not lost. For and sure. then they, oh, absolutely. dude, listen, I still yeah. have huge hopes. I'm looking at the standings and I'm still like, you know, the Rangers are not fucking out of reach. You know, we have 69 games to get to play still. Like, it's, and we it's, haven't played well. Yes, and we haven't. And that's cannot settle at this point. I, and I don't mean, please don't. I mean, there's no fucking way that they are no. settling at this level of play. They, no, there's they better there's not another be. gear. The question is, will they find that top gear at the right time? But they will find something better than this. Yeah, I mean, to be a man, you can't play much worse than this. So to, to kind of circle back to me saying I'm getting a little closer on board with you about having problems with Lindsay. I mean, at the very least, why can't Holtz be given a little bit of opportunity up on that top line instead of Palat? I'm not saying it's like, got to be the whole game. Times. And I know what Palat brings, but for God's sakes, just give the kid one game where he gets 15 minutes with somebody who can feed him the puck. Can we just see it? I think it's worth trying it. Absolutely. Right? Okay. What do we have to lose right now? Nothing. I, I, you know, I think it, it, there's a strong argument. It's to not going to happen, though. No, it's not. And I don't even, you know, and I agree with you. I don't think, and they're, they're, I don't think Holtz will be in the lineup uh, in one of these games. I don't probably not Winnipeg, uh, but it kind of seemed like a bit of a disconnect too, because like didn't. It, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that like Tom Fitzgerald kind of gave 
poll. It's a pretty glowing recommendation about him just recently, right? Yeah. And then the next season, I guess, right? Then the next practice, there's like all these reports coming out that Alexander Holtz might be scratched against uh, Washington. That's all coming out like the day of the game and everything. Like, is there, you know, a a disconnect with Lindy Ruff and Tom Fitzgerald? Like, what's going when it comes to Alex Holtz? It seems like one kind of really likes him. You guys see something in his game that between, you know, Fitz's statement, which was two games ago, right? Right. I think that's the one you're talking about. And this one, did you see something in his game that would make it so obvious that they're not on different pages that, you know, Fitz would totally agree with Lindy's move here? Well, I mean, I kind of took – I've Tom's Fitzgerald's uh, statement kind of made me th- think that maybe Alex Holtz is going to start getting a little bit more of an opportunity, and then mm-hmm. it wasn't. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he could, it could have been – they could have been on the exact same page. I don't know, sure. but I took it the way that, you know, okay, maybe they're going to give Holtz a little bit more of a push. And like you said, maybe give him a couple of shifts on the first line. What the hell do you have to lose? I mean, the team's playing like poo. You know, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, he got signaled out when he was benched in the third period. Basically, he said that he wasn't, you know, tough enough on the 50-50 battles, which you can say that about half the team. Now, I'm looking at social media, and I don't know if this is true, but there's like a contingent on it that are saying, like, Lindsay always has like Who's a Lindsay? whipping boy. Is that Lindy Ruff's Lindsay wife Lindy or Ruff. his Lindsay. girlfriend? <laughs> Lindy Ruff. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay. Yeah. That he has like a – like he always has Lindsay like Graham. this one person he just kind of – Dogs down on. I don't know if right. that's true. Like I, I haven't seen it in the year, couple of years he's been with us. But if that's a thing, I don't know. And if so, if it's Holtz, why? I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't. Uh, I, you're not. He's not doing anything wrong for what you expect from him. And even as much as I like the guy, I'm not sitting here going, "Oh, he's the next player on this team getting 30 goals." I'm saying he's an up and coming kid. Throughout the course of the season, should give you, you know, 12, 13, 15 goals. But you should at least see him as develop. He eases in, yeah. You know, there's no development there. There's just, it's like, you know, and I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this team shouldn't be worrying about developing players. Uh, you know, we should if, be. If Holtz was making a lot of defensive mistakes. I don't mistakes. know. Uh, if Holtz if was making a lot of defensive mistakes more than others, I would actually kind of support going, uh, look, I, you know, your offensive numbers are good, but we, we need to tighten up defense right now. But I really don't see him as a bigger defensive liability than these other guys. No, that that's the whole thing. He, he does. So I don't understand the move, to be honest. I, 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 like, my question is, is like, why him? Is I mean, he's a minus five, because... to put it in perspective. So is Toffoli. Right. Uh, Palat's but, minus seven. Myers a minus 11. Uh, Bob, if you're... If all you're, those guys uh, are stars that right. make a shitload yeah. of money. You're not going to fucking sit. Dawson Mercer's minus six. Can like, you, like, make an example of just anybody? There's some players like you talk about Plot. Look, Plot's an older veteran, and there is time to send a message. And I'm not saying he'll never do it, but if I'm looking at writing my ship, it might be better. To, like Holtz is the kid, so while you know, you, sometimes with the kid you can punish them and they come back stronger. So they're, they're you know trying to break in anyway, or and they crumble may, like blue cheese. Could be. I totally get it, but I'm just saying like. That is not the player development move, yes, but as a motivator right. to get your team out of the gutter. And a kid can take the uh, the abuse, if you will, if you think it's kind of unfair, which to some extent I do, because like, why is he worse? More than like breaking a relationship with like Paula or I Lott, see, I think that a veteran should be able to take it better and realize I've been doing this for 10 years. If I got sat, it's for a fucking reason. Because Holt Did had an interview. Fucking deserve to be sat last night. Like that's my point. Like the whole team played whole like team shit. Is. Like you needed yeah. some offense. No, so what I'm saying to you is he, he's trying just... to make an example. I'm saying he's going to pick I'm one of you guys. 
If you make an example like that when the whole team's playing like shit and you probably could have used his offense last night, you were trying to win a game and he was sitting on the bench and you were worried about him specifically defensively. Like I don't agree. The whole team was playing shitty defensively. I'm just trying to express that. He took a weapon off the ice. Right, but Lindy sees the um, just like they do with the goalie. Okay, to give the team a kick in the ass, right? Well, to give the team a kick in the ass, you can also bench a player. Okay, yeah. Oh, absolutely. If you're, if you're the coach and you got that card to play, because that's not like a card you want to play, but sometimes you feel like, okay, before things become irreparable, how am I going to wake these guys up? One way is to bench a player. Now you have a choice: who do you bench? And I'm just saying that. From Lindy's perspective, it might be easier. Oh, it's definitely easier to bench the kid. Oh, I agree with you because it's just like an easier thing. It is a little weaker too, Bob, because it definitely sends. You've already demoted him. He's going down. That's your point too, right? It sends a stronger, but you got to keep a little powder dry, right? Because we're not total panic mode yet. So, like maybe it's like um, what he felt like was a measured response. Okay, this guy sits. You know, it's you ever seen a coach really pissed off? Like maybe the youth level, and they will, you know kind of just once in a while just pounce on one person and the whole yeah. team realizes that guy was the wrong place in the wrong time you know yeah yeah and it could be a move like that the coach is pissed you know maybe i'm just playing devil's advocate I don't oh, know. Yeah, I, I, listen i mean to mute i don't hear him he went moved he unplugged like, his cord i'll just tell you that i oh. think yeah he'll be back i'm sure i think his like Lindy gone, so it's wants, a lot easier now yeah, it is. It is. But Lindy will like to, you know, uh, keep some powders right here, not panic. And this is a move he Hang has. On. I can't hear you guys. That's okay. It's awesome. Hear you now. <laughs> it's good. It's Uh-oh. better. Communication breakdown. Here we go. Sorry. It's a technology error. Yeah, and I'll finish the show with it. You know, uh, I am curious to see how much escalation lindy will do in the face of having a team that's underperforming he has not really had the same version of that he's had a bad team that he got handed to coach but it was on the upswing and there was a lot of reasons why it was bad he has not had a team handed to him in his time with the devils that is now you know not expectation underdog yeah Yeah, full expectation so this is definitely crunch time for lindy we need to see where he's going coming from i would rather believe that he is a lot more shrewd than, you know, the worst fears that he is, you know, going to find a way to motivate these guys. He knows exactly what he's doing, whether it's fair or not as an individual move, move, you got to see the whole big picture. That's the kind of mad genius thing. But, you know, it is also possible that he's like losing it and just doesn't see what we see. I would hate to think that's the case. I I got a reason to think I'm going to keep some faith in Lindy for now, but I'm also concerned. What do you think? It's valid concern. It's, it's, it's just, it's, there's too much of it already to not question it, you know? And again, I'm not panicking. I'm not saying that he can't write the ship. I'm not saying he's not the right guy to get them going back in the right direction, but there is been a pattern since the beginning. And mostly that pattern has been, despite who's in the lineup, um, the compete level and the execution. So to Chris's point that he kind of hammered down a lot, like, and both of you guys, actually, it's, it's more about like, it's kind of, it's starting to be on him. A little bit. Yeah. It's always on the players, too, if you ask me. It's always on the yeah. players. But that's time passed. But the coach always takes it, the blame. It's frustrating. Yep. There's something really weird going on. So, Yeah. And, uh, you know, well, they've got three games coming up next week. We talked a little bit about them. We'll talk more about them in the coming days. Um, but so, guys, what? how many – we got possible six points next three games this week. What do you think? Uh, what what – what is, of course, worst case scenario is three losses. But like, give me, give me your best case. What do we need to come out of this feeling good? 
I'll start. I I honestly, just for some reason, I do not think we're beating Winnipeg. I feel like it's just it's just one of these times of the year where it's going to get worse before it gets better, so people panic even more. I think we're going to drop that game. I think we're going to beat the Penguins. Maybe close, maybe not. I don't know. I just I feel like they're comfortable uh, with the Penguins. And then we'll keep it rolling against the Rangers. So I think we're going to go two wins, one loss. That loss probably going to Winnipeg. That's my hope. So two, uh, four out of six points for me is is what we need from this week. Okay. What do you think, Dan? I was thinking very similar. I, I think that four out of six points is a, a realistic, uh, very likely scenario and one that we can feel good about, uh, provided that it's going in the right direction. Um, I think there's a good reason to think they're going to come out with emotion for the Ranger game and do well. And that, you know, I also think there's good reason that not all the pain is over, that we're going to see probably an ugly loss. I'm looking at the Winnipeg Uglier game. Uglier than what we saw last night. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, I really am. I think the Pittsburgh game is a split for me. I think it's something that we might win, but barely, and come out of it feeling good going into the Ranger game, which is nice, you know, feeling a little bit positive. That's what my gut tells me. I'm going to go with that. And that's how we get our second win there. It's it's possible they come out, you know, uh, looking really great in that Pittsburgh game, but I just don't think so. I think that it's going to take uh, a little bit of a tough fought win to come out, and then they really start waking up for the Rangers. Yeah, it's it's two out of three. I mean, yeah. you, you, there's no you have to come out two out of three. I don't know. I don't care what games they are. I don't care which one they drop. Right. But you have to. I mean, think about it. You're now what seven and four. Seven, four, and one, right? You you drop these three, you're a 500 team. Like, you, then you need to seriously start really thinking about even making the playoffs. Like, I, I mean, it's got to be – it's kind of now or never time. So, if they're going to start clawing out of this, they have to do it this week. And yeah. they, have, they have the right opponents, man. They, they really do. do. That, you know? That's a good point because it's going to bring the best out of them. And the good thing about this is not to look – too far ahead but if they come out of this week feeling good and hopefully that is you know two out of three it's a very favorable next week the following week is a favorable schedule it's they can get on week. a roll um, and what do they got they got the red wings on the 22nd wednesday then they got the thanksgiving blue jackets on the 24th and then back to back with buffalo on the 25th hmm. It's not – I'm not saying it's a cakewalk. I'm saying if you're going to that week feeling good, that could be a springboard week. All right, look. They're saying that Jack should be back, and don't fucking hold me to this, you know, but December. Like, so I'm thinking like early December. That's why what, what they said was he's probably not going to be back for November, which right. makes me think that he'll be back early December. Mm-hmm. And Nico should be back soon. Mm-hmm. So look, man, get those two out of three this week. You roll into the holiday week, you know, have a fun shootout with the Red Wings and and at least get a point out of it, you know. Go yeah. beat the Blue Jackets. Go split with Buffalo. And then, you know, your head's still above water. Jack comes back. Lindy's fired. New coach comes in. <laughs> huge fucking uh, explosion. And they pull a 2,000 Devils and they win the Stanley Cup he actually- uh, on the back of uh, Joel Quenville. Nice. And you got after after that week, you got two other games to finish out the month with the Islanders and the Flyers. So, I mean, on paper, you're thinking those are two teams you should beat. So, I I mean, this could turn around quickly, I guess, is my my point. My optimism is coming back out that with a win or two this week, getting in the right direction, things can turn around. We get our players back. Next thing you know, it's December and we start to roll. That's right. We always end the show on a positive. That's it. 
That's it. Dan, right? They can pull Absolutely. out of this. It's coming. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely possible. Next week, when we're feeling a little more positive after that, I want to read a listener email. Oh, what really do you want to do it now? Great. No, you know why? Because it, it deserves a lot more discussion. And I just to give you a little preview. It's about the upcoming stadium series. Oh, know? nice. Right. Okay, and cool. It's something to give thought to that like I wanted to talk about, but it, like right now I'm so aggravated with this team. It's <laughs> almost like I don't want to talk about that right now, you know? Fair enough. Fair and, enough. Uh, I think we're going to come out a little more positive because it was a great question there by uh, – listener and I mean, that listener's show. lucky we even got to that email i mean we got thousands to comb through that just happens Somehow to be the one that we it. want to talk about yeah. next week yeah all with all the uh yeah all the spam emails yeah it was just there's a porn joke in there somewhere <laughs> anyway guys thanks so much for checking us out um wherever you're listening to us uh give us a like uh positive review five star rating which is uh, very helpful and, and we like when people are helpful so for Bob and Dan, I'm Chris. We're the Uncle Puckers, and we'll see you next time. See you when we see you. Look at that. Puckers out, bitch. Look at that. Oh, I love the outro. Oh, there no, they suck again. <laughs> yeah. I've been having this shit down for like two weeks now. This is some bad hockey. It's over, Jenny. Bad hockey's over. It's over. <laughs> Here comes a good hockey. Mwah, mwah, mwah.